Welcome back to Public Econ Mondays. This afternoon, we are discussing the Affordable Care Act and women's self-employment and entrepreneurship. Today, we are joined by Professor Bloom Cahote and Professor James Bailey. Professor Bloom Cahote is a current professor at Colgate University, and her research focuses on government policies on science-based innovation and entrepreneurial venturing. She will be discussing her forthcoming paper titled The Affordable Care Act and Women's Self-Employment. We're also joined by Professor James Bailey from Providence College. His research is focused on health insurance, self-employment, entrepreneurship lock, and the ACA. He'll be sharing insights from his paper titled Health Insurance and the Supply of Entrepreneurs, New Evidence from the Affordable Care Act, as well as his newest working paper on the ACA's effect on self-employment for those aged over 60. Women's lower rate of self-employment and entrepreneurship may partly reflect job lock due to reliance on employer-based health insurance. Job lock is the inability of an employee to willfully leave their current job because they risk losing their health care coverage. The ACA has implemented a marketplace which allows individuals to access more affordable coverage outside of employer-based insurance plans. Women in the United States value health care more than men. They are more likely than men to visit health care providers and more likely to have pre-existing conditions which, prior to the ACA, would have made them uninsurable. Further, under the ACA, essential health benefits for pregnancy care and childbirth as well as mental health services are covered. These services are utilized more by women than men. These changes in healthcare coverage should have an impact on women's job mobility. A lot of the health insurance you could get on individual health insurance markets was really for catastrophic care if you ended up in hospital. And so, whereas the, the kind of insurance that you get through your employer is more, more likely to have features that cover um, things like mental health. So, for those reasons, it seemed like there could be some job lock that was especially salient for women, that women were more likely to face financial risk as a result of health-related costs than men were, because they're more likely to use the services in the first place. And so in that case, even without being risk-averse, you don't need to be risk-averse. All you need to do is expect that your probability of loss is, in fact, higher than the average guy's is, and suddenly you would see more women wanting health insurance and thinking that that was an important um, important part of their of their work. The ACA has also addressed shortcomings of the individual insurance market. Before the ACA, uh, you might not have been able to get insurance at all if you had a pre-existing condition, and um, you might have had to pay uh, a much higher price um, because, you know, employer-based group insurance uh, tends to charge the same price for all the employees, um, and, and it tends to be a relatively affordable one, uh, whereas on the individual market, um, you can end up paying um, much, much more, you know, especially if you're old or, or sick. Um, mm -hmm. right. So, yeah, you know, so the Affordable Care Act is supposed to, um, was intended to deal with, with some of this, um, make the individual insurance market uh, work better and also just to subsidize it. Mm -hmm. um, and so that would drive down uh, premiums uh, for a lot of people, make individual insurance uh, more available for a lot of people. Um, and so, you know, if it's easier to get individual insurance, uh, the idea is, you know, there, that takes away one barrier to starting your own business um, or becoming self-employed, um, and so more, more people would do it. Um, so that's the basic idea. So why is self-employment and entrepreneurship important for economic growth? 
Professor Blumkehut shares with us that there has been this rhetoric that small businesses are the engine of economic growth. But while this is a convenient statement for politicians to continue to make, a recent study has shown that it is young businesses like startups that are the real driver of economic growth. Also, a surprising number, around 20% of elderly people aged around 65 to 70 are self-employed. This reflects not only the desire of the elderly to become self-employed, but highlights the concerns of insurance can deter people from starting a business. For those aged over 65, they have Medicare. Healthcare is no longer a concern, and we see an increase in self-employment at that age. And yeah, we're, we're finding a 5% increase in people's likelihood of, of being self-employed after the ACA uh, if they are just under 65 compared to just over 65. Um, so we interpret that as you know, basically you know, the, the causal effect of the ACA on, on self-employment, uh, at least for people in their, in their early 60s. Professor Bailey, did you see any gender differences among your sample of Medicaid-eligible individuals? You see different gender differentials. Gender differentials. If you were looking at um, at a younger group, in mm-hmm. particular, like you know, the, the biggest reason you know, I, I think the biggest reason you, you tend to see differences in, in how men and women approach the labor market um, is because of kids, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if, if you're in your childbearing years, I think gender is more likely to be a bigger difference. Um, than if you're in your 60s and the kids are out of the house already. This gendered effect is seen more explicitly in Professor Bloom Cahot's research. Again, if we expect that health insurance is a more salient issue for women than for men, then more women might be encouraged to engage in entrepreneurship, self-employment, start businesses, if they know that they can get health insurance um, otherwise, you know, not through their employer. To the extent that we want to support entrepreneurship, that we want to you know, support um, self-employment, uh, both as something that could be potentially this engine of economic growth, but also helping to close the gender gap, provide more opportunities, remove barriers. The zero barriers thing, that's something that nonprofits like the Kaufman Foundation have been really focused on recently. Um, but that's also something U.S. Small Business Administration Office of Advocacy has been really concerned about trying to remove barriers um, Now that we recognize, hey, you know, evidence suggests that this was a barrier for unmarried women, that that not having health insurance available previously, um, as soon as it came online, suddenly we see this increase in in their self-employment and their uptake of individual health insurance. That to me says that, okay, this this probably was a barrier and seems, and by having these opportunities available to get health insurance outside of regular employment, that that's helping to remove a barrier and giving people both this opportunity to participate again in economic growth, but also more job satisfaction. A lot of, a lot of folks just enjoy being self-employed um, and, uh, and self-employment tends to cause just as much, if not more, job satisfaction for folks to having that feeling of independence. So creating that greater opportunity for women and you know if, if we can preserve these markets and keep the market strong enough to keep offering um, you know high quality but low cost health insurance it seems like you know it's it's something that could help close one of the gender gaps that we're concerned with previously if insurance companies knew that women valued health insurance more or knew that women would use services more they could charge higher premiums and add to the adverse selection problem that exists in the individual insurance market the individual mandate, the ACA addresses the concern that only individuals who are the most high risk will be the ones purchasing on the individual market and provides women with valuable health care insurance options outside of their employer, which frees more women to pursue self-employment without the fear of loss of coverage. 
Insurance is valuable on a personal level because individuals are risk-averse and want to smooth their consumption over different states of the world. It is also valuable at a societal level because if fewer individuals have health insurance, there are negative externalities on the individuals through higher rates of illness and the cost of preventative care and the health insurance system through higher costs for everyone. Until now, access to health insurance has been a barrier to self-employment and entrepreneurship. The ACA addressed some of the job loss of young single women and the elderly by introducing easier access to individual health care coverage. Join us next time on Public Econ Mondays to hear Anders, Kurt, and Sabrina discuss moral hazard in systematically important financial institutions and the realities of too big to fail. <laughs>